You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Silence is complacency. Are you ready to meet the moment? Ozzy and Chevrolet are teaming up for Real Talk, Real Change to help foster racial equality in America, and we're inviting you to help. Join me, Carlos Watson, as I talk with key leaders from across the country about race and the American dream. Look for The Carlos Watson Show and Real Talk, Real Change on YouTube and subscribe. Or download The Carlos Watson Show wherever you get your podcasts. Kenya Moore grew up in Detroit, Michigan with the hard decision to follow a career path in psychology or the performing arts. She chose the performing arts and went on to become the second African-American woman to be crowned Miss USA and can be seen regularly on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. On this episode of The Carlos Watson Show podcast, Kenya Moore recalls her tough upbringing, what it's like to be a busy working mother, and how the Real Housewife franchise platform has helped launch her hair care business. This episode of The Carlos Watson Show podcast was recorded in December of 2020. Kenya? Hi! Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, you look great. Where are you? I am in my home in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, yeah, it, it actually feels good to be at home right now. <laughs> Just relaxing a little bit. Are you getting actually to rest at all? Are you taking advantage of any of this time to uh, take it easy? Uh, no, no. I am running three companies right now, raising a two-year-old, working a full-time job, <laughs> and half a dozen other projects I'm working on that are in the air. So it's, it's a little difficult. Wait, now, is that just you? Are you someone who just likes to be busy all the time, or is it... Uh... Or is it something you're doing because you're being responsible and making good stuff get done? Well, you know what? Um, I feel so invigorated right now because I am pretty much a new mom. My daughter's two. And every time I see her, I just think I could be doing more. I could be doing more. What is the legacy that I'm going to be leaving behind? Um, and so for me, the time is now, you know, strike while the iron's hot. So I'm just, I just want to be as busy as possible. And that to me means the fruits of your labor 
will be that you are successful. And then I'll be able to leave that um, for my daughter. Wait, now, what kind of mom not only are you now, but what kind of mom will you be when she's eight, nine, ten? Are you going to be an easygoing mom? <laughs> are you going to be a hands-on mom? Like, what kind of mom is she going to get? I'm very, I'm very hands-on now, and I think that I'll always be. But I think that I will raise um, – Brooklyn is very headstrong, and she's very intelligent. And it kind of um, scares me a little bit because I think that at some point she'll surpass me. <laughs> but, that, but, you know, I want her to be better than me. But she is um, – she's a smart, smart little girl. And um, she's smart and she's intelligent. I love the light that she is bringing to you. Like, I, you, you probably know this, but you were lighting up. You were moving back in a nice way. I hope she gets to see all this when she's older and causing you a problem or two. I hope she gets oh, to yeah. see how oh, much yeah. her mom loves her. Oh, yeah. I tell her that all the time when she misbehaves. I'll say, don't do that. Your mommy loves you. You know, don't treat your mommy like that. Your mommy loves you. So I'm always, you know, reinforcing that in her so she'll know. Yeah. Um, um, more kids, would you consider uh, adopting or surrogacy or having more kids? Or how are you How are you thinking about this? Well, we did um, IVF because I had a history of being, um, you know, infertile and just um, not knowing what could happen. So thank God I do have some options. I have still several embryos that are um, um, frozen and being stored. So I nearly died having Brooklyn <laughs> and at age, you know, 50, you know, next year, I don't think that it would be the wisest thing for me to do because I, you know, I literally almost lost my life. I had um, many conditions throughout my pregnancy. One was preeclampsia, which means, you know, you and your child could, you know, could not make it. Um, so... Do I want one more? Yes. The answer is yes. Will I be brave enough to, to, to embark on that journey? I'm not sure yet. I'm still trying to decide. If you could choose, not that anybody always gets to choose, but would you be better with a boy or a girl for number two? What would make you uh, smile? Oh, for sure, boy. Because, you know, I already have my princess, and she is everything that I could have imagined a little girl to be. And I actually didn't want a little girl at first. And I don't know what happened, but when I got the early test results back and it said that in my mind, I read that it was a boy. And I was devastated because my whole life I wanted a boy. And then I sent it to my brother and I said, you know, I, I just... Can you just look at this for me? I just, I'm, I'm just so, you know, frustrated. I don't know, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I've always wanted a boy, and he, he, he called me back and he said, I don't know what papers you're reading, but here on number three at the top it says female. <laughs> so you're having a girl, and now that we're together. I never imagined it would even remotely be like this. I, in my mind, pre-birth, I felt like I would clash with a with a girl. I felt like we would fight all the time, that we wouldn't get along, um, that it would just be a battle, and and it is nothing like that. She is truly 
Like, I cannot imagine my life having a boy first. Why did you think you guys were going to clash? I think because of all the hell I raised when I was a little girl with my grandmother. <laughs> so I just probably felt like, oh, I'm just going to get payback. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? This it's sweet coming, little. It's coming. You know what? This, this sweet little one is going to be good to you. And I could see you being a good mom to a boy. I could, I could see you being good with the boy. You might spoil him too much, though. I think you might spoil him. There's a risk, I think. I don't think I would spoil him because I, I would want him to be, you know, strong and outstanding and respectful. I think I would be very stern with it. I'm very stern with my daughter. But there are times where she definitely pulls my heartstrings and I just cannot say no. I mean, I just I just fall apart. What were you like as a teenager? Were you were you quiet? Were you loud? Like what were you what were you like growing up? Oh, um oh no, I was a hellraiser because I had such a difficult childhood. When I hit my teenage years, I acted out. So, I was one of those teenagers that just teenager from hell, sneaking out of the house you know, stealing the family car to, you know, go places I wasn't supposed to be going. Um, I mean, you name it, I did it. You know, I, the one thing, though, I never did was drugs and alcohol. I just, and cigarettes. I just, I tried to smoke a cigarette once. It was horrible. I was like, who, yuck, you know, who wants this taste in their mouth? It's disgusting. This is not cool, you know. And then the other time, um, you know, friends would be doing, you know, weed and stuff. I'm like, ah, you know, I just, I just never had that desire. So even though I was not obedient in one way, I never went off on the deep end and like really crossed the line to do stuff that was illegal or drugs, um, you know, things like that. So. And, and, and was that just lucky or was that something that you were like conscious about that like my grandmother would be okay with this, but not with that? I think I acted out, but I always knew not, you know, they, my grandmother just instilled so much of right and wrong in me. And I think that there was always this subconscious thing in my mind that said, you better not, you know, if you get drunk somewhere, I just remember little things she would ride us around and tell us not to dress like certain people. And she would, you know, admonish how, she, you know, certain little things. And I wouldn't, I, I didn't want to be like that because I knew my grandmother said it was horrible. So me acting out versus like drugs. And I mean, I was like, oh my God, never. Me, drugs, that would never happen. To this day, I've never taken um, a drug. So, it's, you know, I don't know. It just, I think it was definitely my upbringing. I, I pushed the boundaries, but I, I never went over the boundary. <laughs> I pushed them, but I never crossed them. Say more, though, about your tough upbringing. Uh, where, where did you grow up? You you did not grow up in Atlanta. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm a Detroit native, born and raised in Detroit. I, this is, you know, my second home. I do have family here, which is why I wanted to be here. Um, you know, I grew up in the 70s um, to teenage parents that did not want to have, you know, a child at the time. It was just very um, shameful. Um, it's hard to imagine that with all of the people now that have kids out of wedlock and it's just like, oh, this is my baby daddy. And it's, you know, that term was born because of all of the kids 
that were having, you know, all of the people that were having children and not being married. So baby daddy and baby mother exist now. But in my day, 50 years ago, it was so shameful, you know, to have a child out of wedlock. And so for that, um, I just think that my, well, my mother made a decision not to acknowledge the fact that she had a child. And then it just, you know, just got really, um, in, in another way, very sad. Um, my upbringing and my treatment was just not very um, humane. Um, and, um, you know, I struggled, struggled through a lot, even in my adult years, to be even just remotely acknowledged by my mother. And, um, you know, and it just never happened for me. Did you, was your grandmother able to, I don't even want to say it, but was your grandmother able to give you some of that love that maybe your mom wasn't in a position yet to give you? Absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. She was, she's just my angel. I mean, she's, she was my angel. She's the only mother that I ever knew. And she was an incredible woman and I just lost her, um, in 2017. So she just, I cannot, um, think of anyone that I think more of than her. What was her name? Doris. Okay. I like that. Doris. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's my daughter's middle name as well. I love that you did that. Yeah. I named my daughter after my grandmother. Did you, did your, your grandmother got to see some of the things that, that you did, whether it was building your business career or, modeling or television, I hope? Oh, of course. Um, even when I became the second black woman to be crowned Miss USA, she was right there in the audience cheering me on. Um, she has always been my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, and just someone who always gave me that unconditional love that I, I always wanted. Silence is complacency. Are you ready to meet the moment? Ozzy and Chevrolet are teaming up for Real Talk, Real Change to help foster racial equality in America, and we're inviting you to help. Join compelling conversations on race and the American dream, hosted by me, Carlos Watson. In these special episodes of The Carlos Watson Show, I'll be joined by key leaders and thinkers from across the country. We'll have pointed conversations to identify problems and arm you with solutions. If you're ready to make an impact, look for The Carlos Watson Show and Real Talk, Real Change on YouTube and subscribe. Or on the audio version, look for The Carlos Watson Show wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to meet the moment. We'll hold the spot for you. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What do you think would have happened to you if you had not been named Miss USA? I mean, I'm assuming that that was a big break and that that created a lot of additional opportunities. But if you play that sliding doors game for a second, what would have happened to you if you had not been selected? Well, you know, I had been modeling before that just locally in Detroit. And then I started to get some large um, national campaigns. So I probably would have just modeled and then just, you know, to see where that would have led me. Um, I had gone to college for being, uh, I wanted to be a child psychologist. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that would have panned out or not. I think I had to make a hard decision between psychology and, and, you know, performing arts, which I think all of this is anyway. I think being on stage, whether it's television or reality or whether it's movies or, or play, um, dance. I just think it, it's all a performing arts situation. So half of my heart is most, most definitely fulfilled in that area. Interesting. So do you see yourself as an actress, uh, as, as someone who, uh, whether you call it reality TV or not, do you, do you think of, of what you're asked to do is to be an outstanding actress? Well, you know, I, I acted, um, you know, after my reign was over from Miss USA, I acted in Hollywood for over 25 years. I mean, I've been on on shows with uh, huge celebrities, your Angela Bassett, your, um, I don't know, your LL Cool J's, you know, TV shows, your <clears throat> Loretta Devines, your, I mean, a, a lot of like, you know, huge actors that I tremendously respect and some of whom that I've hired as a producer. So um, it, it was just 
for me, it's just that, that, that was my path. And, um, when it comes to reality, I think, yeah, you do make situations bigger than they are. You're not acting because it's not a scripted show, but you certainly are put in situations that are not organic. Um, you're not going to go on a trip with people that you don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every year. <laughs> right, right, but hey, right. let's go on, I hate your guts, but hey, let's go on a trip together. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't happen. <laughs> Wait, so do you do you really truly not like Phaedra? You know, Phaedra hasn't been on our show for has it is it three or four seasons now? Wow. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, well, it's yeah. been a while. Um and Listen, for me, time forget, forgives um, and heals all wounds. Um, I think when things don't happen, it, sometimes it's just born from being hurt. And I think that those wounds can heal with anyone. Tell me a little bit more about reality TV because it's interesting. When I think about it now, I think it's been one of the most interesting business in- inventions of the last decade or two. I mean, I think they're incredibly successful as TV franchises. I feel like they make each of you and each of you make yourselves really significant stars even beyond that. Like, I feel like all of you either... On our show. Yeah. Oh, oh, you think Atlanta is particularly distinctive? Um, Yeah, because we sort of, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I believe... I'm sorry, the Real Housewives franchise made stars if you think of other franchises they came after they're they're kind of like um facsimiles of our show even the formatting the casting all women as you know um as the cast of the show um having reunions they're all facsimiles of real housewives and in that broad series, whether it's um, New York or whether it's OC or whether it's Atlanta, you have, we've had the ability to showcase our businesses because we are housewives. And I don't think any other show did that before us. And you have millionaires being born from being on our shows. You have Bethany, Bethany Frankel, who became a millionaire overnight. I think she made like something like a $70 million deal and ended up on the cover of Forbes from Real Housewives of New York. Um, So with that being said, it's an amazing platform if you have a successful business to launch, promote, uh, manage, grow. And I think that, um, and I think that I fit in in that, you know, seeing that I've launched a multi-million dollar brand from this show, Kenya Moore Hair Care is in over 2,200 stores. We're expanding to Walmart next year and another huge retailer. And that's all within three years of me launching the brand. And it's 100% black-owned business, too. 100% black-owned. Do you, en- do you enjoy business as much as you've enjoyed acting? They, they you know, I, I think my mind is... I believe it's two dimensional. (laughs) (laughs) One side is all about performing arts, as I mentioned before. And the other, I have a real love for um, 
for business and for being a boss. And but it allows me to also be creative. If in a in a weird sense, it allows me to be creative because even with my hair care line, I developed all of my formulas with the help of a chemist. But I it's it's my baby. I developed everything. I had a say in everything from the marketing, from the packaging, from the scent, from the the formulas, from from who am I marketing it to, from, you know, where is it going to be sold first? That is all my decision making and it's paid off. And so in a weird way, it's, it's, it's allowing me to be creative, but in the business world, you know, it's like the inception phase of a business, the, 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 um, you know, the, I don't know, the, the, infantile stages you know it kind of allows you to develop and to me develop also means slash create does that make sense it 100 percent does and and i think of myself as an entrepreneur as well and i like creating and like you i like the idea of a blank page i think for some people a blank page scares them and for me i actually see it as freedom to actually bring something interesting into the world. Yes. Um, who do you who do you turn to? Like who helps you as a businesswoman? Either gives you advice, or is a good sounding board, or actually is a good partner and collaborator. Like who's been? Because what you just described is amazing that you've built that in that short a time. Mm-hmm. There are people who spend decades trying to build what you've managed to uh, to create. Um, thank you. Um, I have an aunt who is amazing, who is a former attorney, who is a great business mind. So I almost always bounce ideas off of her. We don't always agree, but I always go to her first. And then, you know, being married to an MBA, someone who worked on Wall Street for, you know, 20 years, he has vast experience that, that I don't have when it comes to the numbers, the business side. And so my, my, um, my estranged husband, um, was very helpful when I did, when we did meet. And, um, it was just interesting how he thought of things that I didn't really consider in the beginning. So I definitely gained a lot of knowledge from, from him. Yeah, I think having someone that close to you who you can go back and forth because you have to sit with stuff sometimes. Yeah. And it's not immediately obvious what you're going to do. And it's not like this will definitely work and that won't. It's yeah. like either could and really trying to think that through um, a little bit. What do you say? I bet you you get hit up for advice a lot. And I assume some of it's about business. I assume some of it's about performing arts. But what do you say to young women, probably in particular, about love? Like, what have you learned? Oh, and, and like, when you're given the real, real, yeah, when you're given, when you're given the real, real, because I bet you a lot of people ask you, I assume a lot of young women in particular seek you out for advice, and they're balancing everything. And I know they want business advice and performing arts, but I would assume at some point they say to you, you know, or you say to them, like, here's what, I, here's how I think about love. Here's what I've learned. What, what do you say to them? You know, I've learned a lot. I've been through a lot. I've lived through a lot. Um, the one thing that I can always say, and this is a Doris Grant saying, is that you are the prize. So many women chase after men. So many women are so willing to be in second place or third place or have a baby and not have the ring. I just say, you know what? You have to know your value. And if you, you have to work on yourself if you don't have that value. 
then that means you need to work on yourself before you can be in a successful relationship with someone else that has also done the work and recognizes who you are when you come into their life. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. little bit about about covid because this has been such a crazy year for all of us how's it impacted you or or maybe not as dramatically as other people but how was this last year between covid black lives matter presidential election so many different things how has it impacted you wow (laughs) well covid initially when it happened it was it was needed for me because it forced me to slow down And I was with my daughter and I remember just feeling grateful because I saw every moment of her developing and her first steps and her first words and her discovery of the world. And and it made me grateful to be able to, um, to witness that. And then when we did have, you know, an opportunity to come back to work, I was grateful to have a job, you know, um, and the world is suffering in so in so many ways right now. And to be able to have a job, just to be able to support her, to put food in her mouth, to make sure that, you know, she's healthy, to have health insurance and things of that nature um, made me feel really grateful. Um, 
with the unrest of the world, uh, Black Lives Matter and um, everything that was going on around us, it just seems like everything was imploding all at the same time. And that is a scary place to be. Um, and also that my husband and I are separated. So not having that strong male figure in the home to comfort you or to cover you, protect you, um, that was difficult too. So um, it, it hasn't, it's had its bitter and it, it's had its sweet. But overall, I feel like things are moving in a much better direction and people are, I believe they will eventually get back to a normalcy and, and feel better with this, the state of the union, you know, the state of the world. Are, are you, when you think about some of the racial issues that were discussed and that I know you've seen from a variety of different angles from Detroit to Atlanta. Yes. Do you, are you optimistic that something meaningful is going to happen in terms of improvement? Yes. And you know what made me so proud is because we, you know, listen, whoever you voted for. But when we saw that the maybe the two most important cities we needed to win, to win, <laughs> showed up Detroit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> where I grew I like up, that. where I live. It's like it made me feel so amazing to see that, you know, I, I'm built from that cloth. You know what I mean? And I'm 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 ingrained in this and uh where we live and where we're from. So it, it made me feel really great. To, to and it made me feel hopeful as you asked before. I do believe that there will be change. We're already seeing change. We're seeing more people be aware of um, implicit bias. We are seeing more people be aware of racism, um, how they treat people. And then you know you have the people, um, you know, on the other side who are being more bold and more brazen as well. So it, it's um. It's two sides to that coin, but I but I like to look at things as though they're half full and not half empty. And I do believe that there will all of this means that it will definitely effectuate some change. Will you ever uh, throw your hat in the ring? Could you see yourself uh, serving in office, uh, running for high office? Never. <laughs> I I don't like politics. Uh, I don't. I just. I, I work with a lot of people and it reminds me of politics because it's like they play to their constituency constituents and uh, it just seems though as though it's a game to a degree and it, it doesn't make me feel good because you're fighting you're you're not fighting an honest fight and for any honest reason. And uh, so no, I will never ever end up in politics. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's so funny that you said that so quickly, but I could see people drafting you and wanting you to uh, to be in it, uh, uh, given who you are, given the business background, all the rest. But uh, but you're saying it's not for you right now. Oh, never, never, no. I, I will support people, but I will never be in that arena ever. I can pretty much say never on that one. All right, I want to I, I want to try a little rapid fire game with you if you don't mind. I want to throw a few things at you and get your immediate response. 
Who's your favorite comedian? Ooh, probably Dave Chappelle. Uh, best place you've ever visited in the world? Oh, um, Egypt. Egypt, I like that one. Favorite book? Oh, Zinzele, a letter to my daughter. Who should play you in a movie about your life? Oh, that's a good one. Well, you know, Viola Davis, I would say, but, you know, it depends on where, where, where when we make the movie. <laughs> um, but she might be not the right age. You know what? I'm, I'm all for giving someone a, a new face a chance. I always hire new faces. And so for me, a newcomer, that is just awesome. If you could have dinner with anyone, alive or dead, who would you love to have dinner with? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. What would surprise people to learn about you? Those people who love you, think they know you, or maybe who don't yet love you, what, what might surprise people to learn about you? Um, you know, that, I, that I'm like a goofball, I think. Like, I'm just, I'm an extreme nerd. I think that people think my job is cool and I drive a cool cool car, or live in a cool house, but I'm actually like an extreme nerd. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. How does, how does your extreme nerddom show up? I'm just goofy and I'm interested in weird things and uh, just stuff like that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, um, last I love technology. Like the, it's just things, the things that interest me are just not, you know, for cool people. <laughs> You should be out here in Silicon Valley. We need to bring you out to Silicon Valley one of these days. <laughs> I would fail miserably, but I would test a lot of stuff <laughs> gladly for you guys. That counts too. <laughs> um, uh, last question. Give me some advice on dreaming fearlessly because you know there are lots of people. The good news is I think we're living in an era where people believe in possibility and they think things can happen and they want them to, but they're not always sure how. Sometimes they're struggling. It's not going well. What's the best advice you give to people when they come to you and say, I've got a big dream, trying to figure out how to dream fearlessly and bring it to fruition? What's the best advice you share with them? You know, invest in themselves. Um, I think with like a lot of entrepreneurs ask that question or how do I do this? I don't have the money to do this. I don't know anyone. I don't, you know, what do I do? I think if you have the passion, number one, you have to then do the work, find out any and everything you need to know about your dream or your passion. And then lastly, this is obviously the, the overall. Lastly, invest in yourself. Stop chasing the cars and chasing the, the, the Louboutins and the Chanel bags and, you know, the Fendi outfits. And that save that money and put it in an investment um, account for your business or, or slash your dream. And that's what you do. And if you, you know, every every month, okay, I'm not going to do this with, you know, with something that, as my husband always likes to say, that has no, no value or no return on your investment. Investing in you will, even if you don't, you sell one of your items or you do one, you know, minor thing toward your goal. It's your goal. It's your dream. And you invested in you. So you can't lose. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And it takes a boldness. It's funny. We've had several people on from Detroit uh, this season. We've had Jalen Rose. I don't know if you know Jalen. And we've had... Ja yeah, I know Jalen Rose. And we've had Jamel Hill, also uh, from Detroit as well. I don't know if you know her well. And it's, yeah. and it's interesting. I think something special happened in Detroit in the 70s and 80s because you guys have good confidence. 
and and you guys yes. believe in yourselves, and each of you in your own way say the same thing about betting on yourselves, which is interesting. All three of you effectively have said the same thing. Wow, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has been really lovely talking to you. So I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get an opportunity to speak in person after all this craziness. I hope so. I hope so. Be safe and uh, have a good holiday if I don't get to see you uh, before then. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.